Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight for our, and hopefully your, amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me here as always, except for that one dark time, Ken Knapsack. I'm a little afraid to be here today. Yeah? Yeah. I think we have some big things to decide. I just have that sense. Yeah. And I'm a little wary. It's a big, momentous episode mm-hmm. of Databank Brawl. Yeah, and we're, 
and I'm doing this one sober. Well, you are. I don't say anything. I am sober. We're going to concentrate, huh? Yeah. I didn't even drink that much last night, so I don't even have any alcohol lingering in my system. (sighs) Me either. Straight up sober data bank brawl. Contrary to popular belief of what (laughs) you and I do, I I did not drink much. No, yeah. So we often have our special guest of whiskey. Uh, Today, no, we're not having any whiskey because this is a very important special episode of data bank brawl. I put a challenge out to our listeners, a challenge slash request to bump up our iTunes ratings. And the fans came through to get it done uh, by this day that we are recording this beautiful afternoon Mm -hmm. that will suddenly turn horrifically violent as it always does on databank brawl you guys uh, met that uh, that challenge that request you uh, rated you wrote some lovely reviews thank you so much for that that yeah. helped so much and the bait that we dangled out there <laughs> the piece of meat that we put in the net to try to capture chewbacca is that we would do a special episode of databank brawl featuring larger more main characters from star wars yeah now when, when I started uh, uh, doing this, uh, we started doing Force Center together, and you're like, hey, come up with the show you want to do. And I was like, ah, I really like the weird characters. Yeah. And it, uh, it evolved into sometimes there's some slightly bigger characters, but this is mostly an exploration of the weirdos who are on screen for half a second, the characters who should, from a certain point of view, maybe never have been on screen <laughs> to begin with, the celebration of weirdos. We're looking at you, prune face. <laughs> That's right. As soon as Ori Marco is in the databank, he's fighting. <laughs> he's one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, so we, we have had every form of weirdo and loser here on Databank Brawl, and yep. we love that. Uh, but we're going to switch it up because uh, it's developed. You know, yeah. it's turned into this fun show where, you, where we improvise the yeah. fight. It's not just, oh, man, who's tougher? Who should win? Yeah. We discover things about these characters and about ourselves. So why not discover more about some of our famous characters? And we really re-white, rewrite canon. We do. We And we rewrite write it. <laughs> yeah. And we, <laughs> white it. And all we do not things. white the canon. We no. do not white the canon. <laughs> no whitewashing. No whitewashing here. No. Uh, yeah. We, we really take these characters to places no one would think, even us, that they'd go. Yeah. And this is going to be a fun challenge because we could take these bigger characters to the exact expected places. Mm-hmm. I think we're always uh, honorable to the characters. I think, I think they so. end up doing ridiculous things. Yeah. But it always comes from a true place yeah. as we are attempting to understand these characters. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. For some reason, I flash back to the episode Mark Ellis in which we had a flame trooper from the First Order and an Ewok fight. And, and uh, I don't know how we got there, but we did it. Very honestly, I think. <laughs> or maybe I'm biased. I thought it was pretty honest. But here we, here we are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reveal the first combatant. Main characters, big characters so in the Star Wars canon. A tense moment for me because I, I never know. Y- yeah, Ken never knows. Uh, none of the guests ever know who it is. This was a hard decision for me. Man, did I study. But this week, of all weeks, it seemed time uh, to celebrate a character that you and I love. And mm-hmm. I think you kind of oh. have to love if you like Star Wars. Oh. And that character is indeed Obi Wan Kenobi. No. Wow. Yeah, so we're just going there. We're just going there. Uh, wow. In terms of main characters who can fight, Obi-Wan Kenobi's got a lot of sides to him. There's a lot oh, for wow. us to explore, to delve into his character and decide how he handles things. Uh, and as you might be able to guess from the title mm. of this podcast, mm. Databank, it is called Databank Brawl because we get all of the information about the characters from StarWars.com, Databank, Lucasfilm's official library of information about their characters. So it is minty fresh true canon, mm-hmm. and sometimes we venture into the wilds of Wikipedia, right. and we see what's there. But here's what the StarWars.com databank has to say about Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
A legendary Jedi Master, Obi-Wan Kenobi was a nobleman and gifted in the ways of the Force. He trained Anakin Skywalker, served as a general in the Republic Army during the Clone Wars, and guided Luke Skywalker as a mentor. Short and sweet. And that's it? Yeah. So here's the way that... Databank brawl entries, the the databank entries are usually, you know, they don't don't have so much space on the website to get that, but that's Obi-Wan. That's Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah, so he, that's his main entry. So, like, a lot of characters, mm. if it's a big character, that will be their main entry, and then there'll okay. be some stats, and then you, you scroll down, and then it'll get into real uh, narrative. Just, okay. it's, it's not as insightful, because it's just, he, this character first appeared here and took these actions. Then during the right. Clone Wars, you know, it's, and it's just going through, like, their adventures, as we know them. Okay. But the real insight to me is, like, how is that initial little stub, the basic description written? Okay. And what truths can we pull from it? And the true perspective from Lucasfilm is that Obi-Wan Kenobi is a nobleman. Mm. I thought that was the most significant. Mm. Noble. Because there's nothing about shifty. There's nothing about mm. he is playful with the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Which sometimes these Lucasfilm uh, StarWars.com databank entries are real judgy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Dengar is slobbing. Here we are. Poor Dengar. <laughs> that slob. <laughs> Go back and listen to that first episode and just see how cruel yeah. they are to Dengar. Uh, so, yeah. So, we always talk a little bit about uh, what the characters look like. I think most people know what Obi-Wan Kenobi looks like, but we, yeah. out of tradition, let's spend some time on it. Sure. So, he's from the planet Stujan. Yep. As we know. Um, 57 years of age, but at the time of his death. All right. Now, I know... Guinness was older when he played him, but yeah. twin sons, as we've learned, age you faster. So that Real makes, fast. makes some sense. Uh, he is a human male, as we know, 1.82 meters tall. He's got some height to him. Yeah, yeah. Got some height to him uh, in character. Um, and he's he weighs 81 kilograms. Now, I'm from the United States of America. I only weigh things in terms of Whoppers and Big Macs, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think that's like 87 Big Macs. Oh, I don't know. That's that's how it, that's how it translates. Great. Big Macs are heavy. Hair color Auburn, later white. Officially listed <laughs> as later white. Eye color grew, uh, gray blue. Skin color light, fair skin, which is not good for Tatooine's. No, no, no. That no. probably helped his aging advance yeah. faster. You know, I wonder if he actually had to use the Force to keep the UV rays away from his flesh. You know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He he had a he had a tough time there. On yeah. The planet yeah. there. Um, of course, uh, it's, fa- it's fair to say we know what Obi Wan looks like, but you know it's interesting. He, he clearly a desert hermit when we first meet him. Yeah. And dressed like a desert hermit. Hermit, which as we now know, nope, that's just how he dressed. Yep. His entire career. <laughs> that's what he's comfortable in. Tan over tan with a little bit of tan to break it he's up. He's got nice calm. He doesn't like flashy colors. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like to go full dark. Doesn't have any bright blue anywhere. And uh, again, I still contend. I contend that if 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 uh, you know, well, prequels take it back. Prequels, you get to see it there. So I, I think. I think that when Obi-Wan landed on Tatooine, people were like, I like this guy's style. Yeah. Let's just keep it going. Now, I think he does physically have a sense of style, and maybe that will come into play in our battle. But I think he does mm. have a sense of style because mm. he changes his haircut. Oh, he does. You could see Luke, or not Luke, Obi-Wan Kenobi as yeah. a Jedi who's just like, I really don't care about the exterior things. I, I'm a man of the soul. Yeah. But he made some drastic haircut choices. He did. So unless somebody just came to him and was like, hey, by the way, come into my barbershop on Coruscant and I'm just going to do what I want with you. And he's just like, well, if the force deems it, yeah. either that or he looked in the mirror and said, some of this has to go. <laughs> I'll have a mullet 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll decide exactly uh, which Obi-Wan kind of oh, age-wise we're dealing with. You know, it's you. I don't know there. Totally, totally up in the air. But we always talk about our feelings. Yeah. You know, and y- you're a big Obi-Wan fan. I-, I am, and it's only grown over the years. Yeah. Uh, definitely fan early on, and sad to see him go as a kid, and then the go force ghost Obi-Wan, and, and yes, JT, if you're listening, ghost sitting on <laughs> Dagobah. Um, it just, either, it, I grew up with a warm feeling, almost, uh, you know, uncle or, or father type of feeling towards yeah. Obi-Wan, which was the design. Um, and then in the prequels, it just really started to open up, and, and it's just more and more as you watch the Clone Wars, or you just get to study some of the stuff. Um, I like that Obi-Wan, in trying to explain a lot of the things in the original trilogy with some of the new canon, yeah. Obi-Wan's kind of taken on this different, uh, you know, the point of view joke is is so true, and it's but it's, I think it applies to life, and there's a lot of good things you can pull out of uh, the character of Obi-Wan on how to live your life right. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, I think I have a, a powerful connection to this character. You do, Because, yeah. uh, uh, like you said, when you're a little kid and you first meet him and mentor and powerful, I think I've told this story uh, before of I, I, he helped me process what death is and probably confused oh, wow. me pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Cause I asked my, my mom yeah. where people went when they died. Right. And she said, well, uh, uh, heaven. True. And I was like, great. Where's heaven? And she's like, it's uh it's up. <laughs> so I put my Obi-Wan action figure on the top bunk of the bunk beds. <laughs> and I thought Luke has a grappling hook. If Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi is just up, he can get him back and had Luke oh, throw yeah. his grappling hook up there to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. So Obi-Wan has helped me wrestle with death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah, you yeah. can just climb on you up. Climb on up. Yep. That's that's how easy how lazy are we to not just climb up right. and get our loved ones just back. Up. So Obi-Wan has helped you with death. Anything else? Yeah. Oh, with I think then with being a young man, because mm. it's so great to meet him yeah. in I, I always liked the character. I absolutely fell in love with him mm-hmm. from the prequels. It's one of the reasons that I am yeah. a prequelist because I think yeah. Ewan McGregor's performance is so powerful. He is so efficient, mm. capable, and kind. And I gravitate to any character who's like, you're super cool in a fight. So they f- right. fulfill that fantasy of being cool in a fight, but is ultimately kind and thoughtful. Yeah. It's like, what a great example. Yeah. Even as we've now seen with the death of, of Maul. Yeah, what he did there was true to to the deep core of Obi Wan's character. Yeah, he took care of his enemy. He yeah. held him and caressed him. And yeah, and gave him a nice passing. Exactly. And like you're saying, with all of the uh, the from a certain point of view, uh, yeah. the great line from Clone Wars: uh, "Have you met Obi Wan Kenobi?" The, the collection of hyperbole and half truths that is Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's a joke, and it's true. It's a great way to look at life. Have an open mind. Maybe bend the truth. Maybe sometimes it's shifty, but if you're coming from a good place, maybe it's good. I think Kenobi would survive well in Game of Thrones. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But he's noble. He's noble. He is not shifty. So here we go. And he is going to fight with someone who maybe does not have the same screen time as Obi-Wan Kenobi. But I don't think that anyone can argue that this is a major Star Wars character, mm. our next combatant. Are you ready? Yeah. It is Boba Fett. Whoa! Yeah. Holy holiday special, Batman. <laughs> that is... This is a fight. Yeah, yeah. So here is what the StarWars.com databank has to say about Boba Fett. With his customized Mandalorian armor, deadly weaponry, and silent demeanor, mm-hmm. <laughs> Boba Fett was one of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy. A genetic clone of his father, in quotation marks, mm-hmm. bounty hunter Jango Fett, 
Boba learned combat and martial skills from a young age. Over the course of his career, which included contracts for the Empire and the criminal underworld, he became a legend. Hmm. So again, a, a pretty straightforward description. Uh, I think the thing that popped in here for me is including his silent demeanor is part of what makes him scary. <laughs> it works. Yeah. You know, I, I often in real life am quiet and withdrawn, especially at parties. And yeah. People, I'm saying intimidated by me like Boba Fett, but they have, they have a different view of me than I actually am. Just because and I often say yeah. at parties, I am Boba Fett at Jabba's Palace. Just yeah. in the background watching. Just in the back, charming women. Char- like he does in the special Not edition. Not special edition, Boba Fett. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I know you to be a, a warm, personal, kind person, but sometimes I've seen you at a party and I've thought, I should hire Ken to kill someone for me. <laughs> he could do it. I could do it. He could take care of it. Does he have darts? If he has darts, that's it. I got a Camino Saber dart. <laughs> uh, okay, so what does Wikipedia have to say about Boba Fett? Is he taller? Does he weigh more Big Max than Obi-Wan Kenobi? <laughs> no, no mass is listed. His home world is listed as Camino, of course. Uh, and as we've learned... Over the last couple of years, growing up thinking Boba Fett was a Mandalorian, probably not uh, true anymore. Nope. Tough, to, tough pill to swallow. Hard to accept. Uh, Homeward Camino, of course. Uh, born, his age is shortly after the Battle of Naboo. Um, uh, species, human, but uh, even that's kind of quotation marks around it there. Can you call a clone human, Joseph? Yeah. It's a tough moral question. Sentient. We might have to answer one day in our own lives. <laughs> True. Uh, height is 1.83 meters, so he is just slightly above Obi-Wan. Oh, nice. uh, not enough to say it's an advantage. Uh, hair color, uh, black eye color, uh, brown skin color. He, he's tan. You know, maybe he got a little bit more protection. He could have survived on Tatooine. Oh, Should yeah. he have needed to? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I didn't do a quote for Obi-Wan. I can go back and do it, but I, I do have a great quote for Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, for Mr. Silent Demeanor. What's yeah, his yeah. quote? Get him, Dad! Get him! Fire! <laughs> uh, directed at Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> his old adversary, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what? Uh, tell, tell me about your Boba Fett feeling. Sure. You know, uh, Boba Fett comes up a lot because he's he's such a popular character and yeah. at one point I would I would say he was one of my favorite cool characters and uh, I was like 12 when that happened. Yeah. I, I don't mean as a slight to people who Boba, Boba Fett means a lot to a lot of people. Um you're going to be hearing uh, John Roca soon uh, talk about him here on a Star Wars rank that nice. and he means a lot to him. So I'm not disparaging any Boba Fett fans or any Mandalorian fans. Uh, uh, I love uh, the Mandalorian mercs when they dress up. It's great. It's impressive. I just I just over the years have been less interested in Boba Fett. Yeah. Totally agrees. Cool. If someone wants to make Mandalorian armor for me, I'll wear it. I'll oh, wear yeah. it. I'll wear it to those parties and just accept that I am Boba Fett at, at parties. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of intrigue that was I had about the character, and I think once I started to get some of the answers, it was. And I actually am okay with the answers. I was not. I had no problem with Jango Fett showing up. Yeah. In, in in the prequels. I even liked young Boba. I, I was fine with all that. Uh, I know a lot of people might, yeah. might have. Because prequels had too many dots connected, and that might be one of the problems with them, maybe. But um, I had no issues with Jango Fett and everything. But as I started to learn more about the character and we got answers, I just was less interested in the character. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I think he is the original bounty hunter of mystery. He's the character that you really don't know what's going on under the armor. What does he really want? What does he stand right. for? Where did he get all that? You know, he was, uh, uh, we're, we're both, uh, 
original, you know, we were alive for the original films. Yes. Uh, and he was the, like, you heard things about Boba Fett. Yeah. I heard more rumors about Boba Fett than I did about how sex works at yeah. a time in my life where that should have been the thing that kids were saying. Like, yeah. do you know how? Like, and no, we're like, does Boba Fett have knee darts? Like, <laughs> he was this source of I, fascination. I, I think I still know more about Boba Fett than I do about <laughs> sex, so it makes sense. It makes sense that you put it that way. Uh, a weird example, perhaps, but I'm a weird guy, <laughs> listeners. Uh, but, yeah, so then I think I think the fact that mystery Mm-hmm. Was at the core of his appeal. Yeah, for some people, it's lessened. I I agree with you. I don't. I like his backstory. Yeah, and uh, I liked getting to know him a little bit better in the Clone Wars yeah. uh, animated series, where you yeah. got to see him teaming up with different bounty hunters and learning the cruel reality of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And, and Aura Singh's involvement, uh, Dengar, I believe, yep. one point two, Bosk, Bosk. Um, yeah, and I like that stuff. And he was kind of a young pup leading some of the team there. And I think that pops up again. Is it Dark Disciple? I th- uh, yeah, no, oh. yeah, I haven't finished reading Dark Disciple. Okay. Bad, bad Star Wars I fan. That, I think it's, our, I don't know. I, I, there's another point where Boba Fett pops up and it's, uh, or it's just kind of like he's, he is kind of this young hotshot bounty hunter. He was yeah. really good at his job leading kind of these old crusty guys. And it's cool. Yeah. I do like that stuff. Yeah. So, so we do have a real mystery period uh, mm-hmm. for Boba Fett because he's not immediately in armor. Right. We know that his dad had some armor. We know that he was bummed out when a Jedi, Mace Windu, cut his dad's head off. Yeah, that, that bummed him out. Uh, he's not happy with that. Uh, so he does not like Jedi. No. We, we certainly know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, a lot of people, you can use the headcanon that he was not really focusing and concentrating when he gets put into the Sarlacc because he was so desperate to kill a Jedi. Right. Doesn't like Jedi. Wants him to die. But we really don't know. It is just straight up canon that Jango Fett is not Mandalorian. So even by yeah. a strange clone default, Boba himself as a character is not Mandalorian. Right. But I don't think we have anywhere in canon yet where this armor came from. Uh, it says it's customized, so exactly what he did to it to make it extra Boba Fett cool. Right. We don't know. We don't know what all mystery is in there. We do know from this entry that uh, despite learning that we as an audience learned a lot about him, right. he reclaimed his silent demeanor. <laughs> he got his mystery back. Like that. Yeah. Like, like that. how Stella got her groove back. Mm-hmm. This is how Boba Fett got his mystery back. <laughs> uh, so anything else? I think you just pitched the standalone movie we're going to get. <laughs> how Boba Fett got his um, mystery back? Nothing else other than I'm desperately trying to figure out how I want these two to fight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so no other information, no other feelings that we need to share. So we will begin to fight. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, as always, we begin by deciding kind of where-ish and when-ish. This one is, um, I think it's got to be in Obi-Wan's Tatooine years. Okay. So in the desert. Yeah. I Maybe. Maybe towards the end of the Clone Wars I could be open to, but uh, this is going to be a Boba Fett in his armor. I don't want to disappoint people. Yeah. I don't want. But fully armed Boba Fett, I think, uh, in uh, the process of getting that vengeance for the death of his father, I think he is scouring the galaxy for any remnants of Jedi or anyone that would might might know who Mace Windu, Windu was or where he went and all those kind of things. I think Boba Fett would be searching far and wide, and I think that would take him to Tatooine at some point. And I know if someone does the stats, maybe Tristan Shields, our, our, our friend and supporter who, who tracks a lot of our databank brawl stuff, yeah. the percentage of fights that have taken place on Tatooine is probably high. It is quite high, but, you yeah. know, there's a lot of scum and villainy there. That's right. I, I, I think it has to happen there as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think that just for flavor, for background, we'll mm-hmm. say I like this idea that um, – 
he's he's got he's got his whole thing together. He got the armor right from somewhere. He's kitting it out. So every inch of it, <laughs> every inch of it has a weapon. Every part of it is somehow a weapon. His visor uh, yeah. is actually uh, uh, razor sharp to the touch. Right. The thing he oh, looks yeah. through is if if he touches if he headbutts you he cuts your head because his visor is so sharp. Yeah. Everything about it, every he is a walking weapon. Right, and I think he uh, he tracks down Mace Windu. I think he has to go to the lowest depths of Coruscant, and he actually does find Mace Windu's body. Oh wow! And this frustrates him even more because wow. he thinks I wanted vengeance on that. I wanted that Jedi to have survived so I could take him out. Was it just like a cloak and a pair of boots that he found? Because <laughs> that's a that's a fall. It's very, it's very yeah yeah. I uh, mean, Mace might have tried to been trying. Maybe he was trying to use some force to keep him from dying. Oh as he yeah, fell, and so he landed with enough force to kill himself, but. He's not a pancake. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's sad. It's not elegant, but it, it, <laughs> the way Mace Windu fell was very much like that very early episode of The Simpsons where Homer hits a lot of rocks on the way down. Rocks on the way down. I think he hits a lot on the way down. It and, slows his fall. It's Homer, not elegant. Homer survived that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And he found an arm okay. in a lightsaber nearby, so he figured. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he finds he finds Mace. Yeah, and that really makes him angry. Just so he, he wants to prove himself. He's young in his career. Right. Really wants to prove himself. Uh, so yeah, I think he, he looks for, for jobs that might have Jedi involvement. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think gotcha. it, maybe Obi-Wan on Tatooine, he's early in his run and maybe he's used his lightsaber when he shouldn't and reports bubble up of there's some guy with yeah. a lightsaber in Mos Eisley. Yeah. Now I, I, <laughs> I would like to think, and I love and respect Obi-Wan that this improper use of the lightsaber does not happen in a fight with local smugglers or local, uh, you know, criminals trying to block water to Tatooine, some stuff we've seen in the Marvel comics. I think one night drunk at a bar, he pulls it out and uses it to slice open like peanuts. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I think that this story is in some ways our explanation of Obi-Wan's famous line, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> I think he has had some rough nights in Mos Eisley. And those are yeah. some bad memories bubbling to the surface. Yeah. So I think very early on, it's not really content. Yeah. Still frustrated and failure. And uh, yeah, he used yeah. his lightsaber to open a, open a drink and some peanuts. Yeah. And Wuhair was just like a younger Wuhair. was like, hey, man. No, no. Yeah. He thought, he thought nobody else was there. Yeah. He thought everybody else had left for It was a night. late night. Boshek yeah. had cleaned, uh, kind of got out, you yeah. know, left early, had a little conversation with him. Yeah. Um, those twins with the Betty paycheck. I forget their <laughs> names every time. Um, they're kind of, hey, Ben, what you doing? Yeah. Uh, ladies, I'm not into that. Tip. I'm nobleman. I'm a nobleman. <laughs> the memory of Satine is still in my brain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He, he, he is not anyone to fool around from even a certain point of view. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, he's, he's had some rough nights. And, yeah. and now, now so, the word so has got out. Word's got out. There was a, a dude, old dude, uh, older, aging rapidly dude yeah. with a lightsaber. A young Pondababa is yeah. just squawking about it all across those yeah. 12 systems. Yeah. This is much earlier, much younger Pondababa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Boba Fett is on Jeddah. Yep. And also he gets word, wrong planet. Again, yeah. got to go to Tatooine. Yep. So Boba Fett yep. flies the good old slave one yep. to Tatooine. Yeah. Lands in Mos Eisley. Now at this point, Obi-Wan is still visiting the cantina every once in a while, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. He likes going to bars. He likes a little drink every once in a while. He maybe uses a mind trick to try to turn somebody's life around. This is what he likes to do. He can drink and cling to his nobility at the same time in this desperate hour. Elon Sleazebagano. Yep. He's looking for other Elon Sleazebaganos to feel like he's still making a difference in the galaxy. Right. But every time he mind tricks one of them, 
they just show up the next night more drunk and filthy, and it's just bumming Obi-Wan Man, Kenobi out. Things aren't going good for Obi-Wan no, right now. No, no, no. And that's why he's thinking, this, yeah. I cannot, this is a wretched hive yeah. of scum and villainy. Yeah. And people who piss on themselves. Like he, he got <laughs> drunk one night, and he told he told a couple people in a corner of, of the cantina, "I was on this planet called Mortis. Uh, the, all this light and dark <laughs> stuff." And they're like, "Dude, what drugs are you on?" Yeah, just a little. You don't even know the yeah. the father died, and can the son, the daughter, keep the force in balance. <laughs> you do not know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Obi Wan. So it's it's not a really great time for Obi Wan. No, he's learning to accept his. He's role. clinging. He's clinging yeah. to this, uh, and I think it's late at night at the cantina. Yeah. It is full of. It, there's Thorians in there. There's yeah. Twi'leks in there. There's yeah. everything you can. Uh, Shagrians. Uh, yeah. Masamita species. Lots of dangerous horn-headed things. Yes. And uh, werewolves. Werewolves. <laughs> uh, Figrin Dan is uh, packing up for the night. Yep. Yep, even he and, and Wu Hair at this point has mm. a deal with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Where he's like, mm. yeah, he knows that that old man is uh, is noble. Yeah. He can tell. He can tell. He can Something tell. He's like, yeah, you, 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 yeah. Lock, you, you lock up, right? Right. <laughs> you lock up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's getting towards the end of the night, and, yeah. and some, of these, some of these guys are, some of these other aliens are. Are right. filing out, right? Right, 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 um, right. It was packed. It was a good night. Obi-Wan mind tricked a few people. Because uh, I, I, I think it'd be better if it's a little later at night. Yeah, right? oh, it's late yeah. at night. I think yeah. Will, Will Harris said, you got to go. I got to lock up. And Obi-Wan, you know, I'll lock up for you. <laughs> You'll lock up for me. And one more jet juice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Right. So, right. so Will Harris, lo- as Will Harris locking up, yeah. he, he opens the door to walk outside. Yeah. And he sees a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. A a terrifying visage mm. bristling with weapons. Yeah. And he says his terrifying visage, who, who are you? Yeah. Scariest thing, he doesn't talk at doesn't all. Doesn't talk. He just pushes past him? Yeah. I think so. I think he actually does. I think he, I think Wu is a little lighter yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. A little lighter. Yeah, because he's about 150 Big Macs, but yeah, around yeah, here yeah. he's 100 Big Macs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think Boba Fett just grabs him by his scruffy shirt and gives him a good shove. Gives him a shove. Yeah. And, and walks on in. And he walks in. And old West style. Old West style. And for Wu I mean, this is a guy who ducks behind the bar. Yeah. He wants nothing of what's going to happen in there. Yeah. He's going to clean up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's good. Like, th- it's fine. He, yeah, he, he gets away. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the uh, I think the the droid detector goes off just out of fear mm. of Boba Fett. That's how scary he is. Yeah. He's not even a droid, and yeah. the detector's still like wow, 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 wow. Obi Wan immediately, I think, certainly recognizes the armor. He has a, a oh, yeah. storied history with with Mandalore. Yeah, but does he reach out in with the Force and try to figure out it, who this is? Does he know? I I think he picks Obi Wan senses it right away. But he has his back facing, uh, you know, back to the door. And so when Boba Fett walks in, I think um, Obi-Wan's like, we're closed. <laughs> <laughs> this place is open for me. Oh, nice. And Obi-Wan turns around and is like, hello, Django. What, who are you? Uh, let me check my force. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he, he resenses. Yes. And he yes. realizes. Oh, and probably if he can yeah. sense Django, he can sense the mm-hmm. sad memory of the connections to yes. the other clones that he served with mm-hmm. and he, mm-hmm. he loved that turned on them. And Boba Fett immediately is, is not happy. He's not happy. Yeah. Did you know my father? Wait a minute. 
I recognize that outfit anyway. <laughs> You're the one who hid from me on an asteroid. That was a cool move. We met. I'll remember that. <laughs> yeah. We met on Camino. Yeah. So he knows him. He knows him. And he's like, and I think uh, Boba yeah. says, now, after this, I'm going to choose my words very, very carefully <laughs> so I don't say too much because I know it makes me scary. But I just want you to know mm. I hate Jedi. Everyone in the galaxy is hating Jedi, and I'm going to get my Jedi killed before other people get to him. Obi-Wan stumbles to his feet and says, my name's Ben. (laughs) I'm not a Jedi. I do like their style. Yes. They've got nice robes. Boba Fett simply brings up his blaster into a... The classic Boba Fett position, how he holds it kind of in front of his stomach, just kind of yeah. brings it up there. He sawed off EE3, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. I'm trying to play my uh, Battlefront game in my mind right now. It's a good <laughs> blaster. Three short blasts. Oh, nice. Good range, cooldown power, sometimes frustrating. All right. <laughs> um, that might have been the yeah. more, most sports announcer you ever <laughs> sounded like, and it was great. Um, Obi-Wan immediately goes into his famous stance. Oh, so this is the... Two fingers forward, mm-hmm. lifts up his right arm. Unfortunately, instead of a lightsaber, it's a glass of jet juice. <laughs> Obi-Wan is definitely intoxicated at this yeah, point. he is in his cups. Yes. But he's going to use the force to try to get sober. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, the, the blaster goes off. There's three shots, boom, rapid boom, fire, boom. right? Boom, boom, boom. Uh, and I think Obi-Wan brings a drink up, and, he, and he's... Tries to deflect with the yeah. first shot. Yeah. So it, it shatters. 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 Second shot grazes his shoulder. Yeah. And the third shot, he actually does have to, like, jump and flip out of the way. Jump, flips out of the way, rolls, and in the process of rolling, uh, does a force push. Oh, on Boba Fett. On Boba Fett, and sends Boba Fett sliding back into where the modal nodes normally play. Okay, so he crashes into the yeah. stage. Yeah. Okay. You hear some instruments go off. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> like the, the backing track is plenty. <laughs> so now there's a yeah. nice jazzy beat to this horrible <laughs> fight of death. I think uh, that Boba Fett is mm-hmm. uh, because here's what we've learned about the mystery of Boba Fett. Yeah. He wants others to fear him by yes. wondering about him. But we know that he is in some ways a frightened child, a frightened a parentless child. Yeah. So yeah. I think what he does, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to need your help with this. Yes. He thinks. I'm going to end this quick. Yes. Uh, so he launches his jet pack. Mm. He gets above Obi-Wan, and then he lets go about four different attacks okay. at the same time. I think he shoots fire right from his wrist. Right. I think he fires a dart from his knee. Okay. What, other th- what other things come out of Boba Fett? I think um, from, from his knees at a dart. I think from his shoes... Little tiny stun guns, little stun blasts. Oh, little the, the you, little circular doo-doo. You guys didn't know that he had that, but he does now. He's got stun feet and knee darts. He's so cool. <laughs> and he launches uh, the, the, not the rocket pack, not the rocket yet, but uh, he launches kind of next to it a choking hazard. <laughs> that launches, same type of spot. <laughs> and he launches out, it's a little like tiny plastic Dart. Oh, okay. That's supposed to go into your throat and lodge itself there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say that this is a yeah. uh, moisture detection dart. <laughs> so it is supposed to seek out any sort of like spit yeah. and get into your mouth 
and oh, then expand. Boy. Yes. It's really nasty. Oh, so, wow. All right. It's so we got like a puffer pig. It's a, it's a puffer pig for your shoulder rocket. <laughs> Shoulder-mounted rocket puffer yeah. pig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got fire. Mm-hmm. We got stun. Uh, knee darts. Knee darts. Stun feet. Yeah. And expanding rockets. Expanding choking hazard rockets. All of this comes flying down yeah. at Obi-Wan. Yes. I think he... Uh, I think this is this is his moment where the uh, excitement has made him immediately painfully, shockingly sober. Ken, I don't know mm. if you've ever had this experience mm-hmm. where you think, man, I am quite drunk. And then your yes. friend next to you is suddenly in trouble. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I am now more sober uh-huh. so I can take care of my friend. I, t- I have experienced it. When my old job, I was uh, drinking and got a, <laughs> that was not, your job. not on the job. I got a dr- I was drinking somewhere else and got a phone call that there was a bomb threat and I had to go. And um, I yes, I was able to very quickly. The adrenaline kicks in and yep. you got to go. Yes, yeah, so I know I know what you mean. So I know yeah. what you mean. So Obi Wan clicks is, in. Yeah, so he is now just tipsy. Yes, with an adrenaline cover. So I think he, uh, I think he whips his robe off and he yeah. blocks the fire with that. Yeah, uh, I think the dart actually gets him in the leg. I was going to say, if, if you will allow me, we're Please. we're going in the same direction. Okay. So he blocks the flame. You said, yeah, yeah, blocks the flame. Jumps so and the process of that jumps over the stun guns from the feet. Yeah, because the stun feet. Those are mostly a distraction, which, not a real thing. Yeah, or also my feet at a wedding. Um, go kind of over. And then, yeah, one of the darts from the knees hits Obi-Wan kind of in the in the hip a little yeah. bit. But he moves out of the way, and he does a Jedi-like leap, kind of like he and Qui-Gon do in uh, getting away from the, the destroyer droids. Oh, he Phantom uses this, the rarely used Jedi speed. Yeah, yeah, the Jedi speed, which only you, you can only use during convenient times. He does that, and so he thinks... He gets away. He's like in a corner booth now, and he's like, ah, you tried, but I was... He notices he did not get out of the way of the choking hazard dart. Yeah, and I think that something else has happened with his choking hazard dart. Uh It is geared toward moisture. So I think while Obi-Wan was doing all these other cool, great moves and sobering up, it zipped around the room, and it picked up a bunch of the alcohol (laughs) and glasses, and then it landed... Can, can we design this weapon in real life for Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> I think we should. I hope this shows up in season four of Rebels. <laughs> the moisture rocket, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so the moisture rocket, now soaked through with all kinds of different dregs of alien booze, yeah. lodges itself into the throat of noble Jedi Master Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi and begins to expand. Yeah. So he is, he is choking rapidly. He is choking rapidly. And this is a threat that he, even with his deft lightsaber skills, yeah. cannot cut apart with his lightsaber. Boba Fett lands in front of him. Now I think it's cocky time for Boba and Fett. And says, finally, you're shutting up. Oh, yeah. Nice ironic. Yeah. Ironic use of his few yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. If Vader was there, he would have said, don't choke on your own <laughs> aspirations. Uh, so Obi-Wan is fighting this and getting really drunk, because again, yes. because he's full <laughs> of all Obi-Wan. these uh, absurd... Given this man like, a drinking problem. Yeah. Uh, so I think Obi-Wan knows that he needs some space to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett thought he kept it short. Yeah. But that, that was still monologuing. Yes. And that's how people always end up not defeating Jedi. They take that second to monologue. Yes. Don't give a Jedi a second. Yep. Um, So I think Obi-Wan is normally very deft and calm in his use of the Force. Yes, yes. I think he does a move that we have not seen, a a Force power that 
is uh, something we haven't really seen before. I like this. Because the Jedi, are, it's normally kind of against Jedi tradition, yeah. and I'm going to call it the Force Flail. <laughs> you know how you reach your hand out for a Force push? <laughs> this is like a uh, everything come here gesture. Like, uh, not, not Kermit arms. More elegant than that. More elegant than Lo- Kermit's Lower forms. and more elegant, but just like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm yeah. in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. <laughs> so uh, what's hashtag force flail? What does the force flail do? It, it, you know how interpretations of the force is that you are mm. sending a, a command to the organic reality mm-hmm. around objects. Sure. That's how you move them. Yeah. So this is basically Obi-Wan communicating to the entire bar mm-hmm. very confusing directions <laughs> about the way the Force should move objects through the organic environment. So I think almost every object mm. in the cantina right. goes flying in a random direction. Right. Now, many of these are going to be towards Boba Fett. Sure. And that's great. Sure. So I think like a table full up hits Boom, him. Hits him. I think that uh, clue horn uh, that oh, yeah. Finger and Dan plays, I yeah. think, hits Boba Fett right in the in the helmet. Yeah. And someone, someone from the outside goes, now that's jizz wailing. <laughs> I don't the, know if that The music happened. is bit. I, I don't think know that, if that happened. happened. It was Kitster. It Kitster, happened. Kitster's watching. Kitster's watching <laughs> through the window. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, could lead credence to the Kitster is Cobb Vant theory, which is a great theory. Aftermath. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I think this is just mm-hmm. demolishes the cantina. Oh yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not particularly powerful. It's just like I think even some objects are confused about where to go. Like I yes. think a bottle of Ethorian booze yes. starts flying one way and, and then, then just flies back reverses. against the wall and smashes. Can you imagine Yoda teaching people the Force flail? Yeah, I think he's Luminous just... Luminous beans are we. <laughs> now flail. <laughs> hmm. Ahsoka, move your arms in more wild manners. <laughs> A Jedi seeks not adventure, but random surprising confusion. <laughs> Things are flying around. There's, yeah. there's uh, supplies from behind the counter. Yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah, straws, yeah. random weaponized straws now. It's getting everywhere. Yeah. Smack, 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 smack. In, in, in it is taking, no, there's glass rolling on the ground. Uh, Boba Fett was oh, hit yeah. by a table. He gets upended. Uh, something hits he's, his. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, is he on the ground by this point? Oh, yeah, he's, he goes he's... He goes flying. His, yeah. his stun foot shoots, shoots the wall, and mm. some plaster falls down on him. Okay. And now Obi-Wan has a second to deal with this. Now, he basically has to figure out a way to do some sort of Jedi Heimlich maneuver. What do you think that is, Ken? (laughs) I think what he does is the flailing is ended, and he's still... So he finds finds a table in a chair. He actually actually finds a booth. Okay, so he's getting back to old Obi-Wan. Yeah. Calm is the way to do things. He stumbles over to a booth, a booth that years later would be used by a young smuggler named Han Solo <laughs> to drink regularly at. And he, like any good, and this is just good training for all of you listening, Yeah, leans over the edge of the table and gives himself a, a Jedi Heimlich maneuver. Okay, so does, yeah. does he use the Force or does he just actually use his own body and just like shoves the table he, into his yeah, gut? Yeah, he shoves the table into his upper gut there, okay. to try to create a, 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 like I said, Heimlich maneuver to himself here. Uh, one of the ways he can do it over the edge of a chair. Yeah. You know, so that he's he's trying. <laughs> it's not coming. Meanwhile, Boba Fett's kind of resetting. Yeah. He has the armor on. There's now this giant dent in the side of his armor uh, from this chair. Right and, in the and helmet, clue yeah. horn that hit him there. And uh, <laughs> um, he's getting up, and he he sees Obi-Wan in the corner. 
Uh, yeah. It looks as though Obi-Wan's dry humping this table, but but he's trying to save himself. So Boba Fett kind of brings up his arm, much like we later see in Return of the Jedi, and launches the ropes at him. Oh, he ties him up. The rope that goes around Obi-Wan, but it does it in such a way that when Boba Fett pulls <laughs> Obi-Wan back towards him, yeah. it essentially dislodges the choking hazard dart. Yeah. And it comes spitting out. Yeah, and I think it it dings Boba Fett once again in the helmet, mm. and then it ricochets off, and there mm. is a bell over the bar like a lot of oldie-time <laughs> bars have. And ding, ding. Yeah, it dings that. Yeah. Now, Boba Fett's armor was actually yeah. pretty nice looking. Pretty clean when he walked in here. Prior to this, yeah. The force flail. Scratched oh. it all up. Yeah. Made it look like the famous armor that we know, all chipped and dented and weird. <laughs> so that's that dent in the side of his helmet. Yeah. Is this. Yeah, it's, it's from, from the clue horn. <laughs> yeah. It's from the clue horn. You guys didn't know that. Yeah. But it's true. Learning canon here yeah. today. Now, I think Obi-Wan, this, is, this has been an embarrassing moment for yeah. Jedi Master Obi-Wan. I think he has that moment of reflection, that moment of truth yeah. that he knows he needs to get back to the old ways. He needs, mm-hmm. gets back to... Uh, Mm-hmm. Responsibility, nobility. Yeah, clean up his act. This is this is a wake up call. Yeah. So I think he goes back to his good Jedi ways. Okay. And he knows that the first thing to do is give him a warning. Right. So I think he tells, but he's tied up. He's he tied just up. spit up. Boba Fett got dinged in the head and he get and he's a little, uh, a little distracted dang, yeah. and he, I think he is reaching down. He's trying to pick his blaster back up. Okay. Because Boba Fett thinks he has control of the situation now. Right, right. And I think Obi-Wan says, now, I must warn you. I know who you are. Mm. I know that you want to come off as a very frightening bounty hunter, but you are a scared child. Yeah. Everything inside is, uh, you, is, is saying that you are a, a 12-year-old boy looking for his father. Yeah. Right. And right. he's just saying, let's walk away. I'll buy you a drink. So uh, I think this only mm-hmm. is always happens here on Data Bank Brawl. Yeah. This only enrages Boba Fett, right? Yes. This does not keep him happy. Yes. So I think Boba Fett is going to attack. Yes. How do you think he goes about it this time? Um, he's going to throw the biggest thing he thinks he has at Ooh, he's Obi-Wan. Okay, he's going for it. He's going to lean forward and launch that rocket at mm. And it goes flailing. I mean, not flailing. It goes flying at Boba Fett. And Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan's seen this before. Seen this before. Um, he... Yeah, in fact, yeah, he's seen, you know, what happened with, with Django and Camino. He's, he's still tied up, right? Mm-hmm. But he gets his hands just up enough, like a little T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> uses the force to stop that rocket mere inches away from his face. Mm-hmm. Just, like, he's just holding it there. Yeah, this is like Yoda trying to, you know, move something, move the X-Wing and yeah. everything. He, he's, he's concentrating. He's concentrating. And Boba Fett's stunned. That was kind of the kitchen sink at this point with yeah. Boba Fett. Because Boba Fett, he's tried a blaster, tried all his tricks and tricks, you know. He, he, it's frustrating for Boba. Yeah. So he's just standing there watching as Obi-Wan's fighting this rocket. Yeah. Still yeah. tied up. Still tied up. They're still connected. Totally. So yeah. I think I have an idea of what happens. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Obi-Wan uses the Force to turn the mm-hmm. rocket around. Yeah. Careful not to burn his, his face. Right. And I think he then grabs the back of the rocket. Yeah. And then redirects it using the Force. Yeah. Let's it go, basically, and lets it fly. Okay. So he, the rocket starts flying. Yeah. Obi-Wan is 
holding on to it. <laughs> Boba Fett is still tied to Obi-Wan. So Obi-Wan uses the force to basically start whipping this little chain around the bar. Uh-huh. Rocket to Obi-Wan to Boba Fett. Uh-huh. Boba Fett is not expecting this. No. He, uh, no. he is thrown up. He smashes into the glass. Any, any, left, any yeah. booze left is shattered yeah. and now sticking into the weak spots in Boba's armor. And yeah. they are wrestling, just flying through the air, flying yeah. through the air. Yeah. This is uh, an embarrassment to Boba Fett. Yes. Boba Fett is getting a reputation for being... The baddest bounty hunter. Yeah. And now he's basically, he's riding his own rocket. <laughs> and who doesn't generally like to ride their own rocket, but Boba Fett does not. Um, yeah, and um, does Obi-Wan let the rocket go? Yeah, I think I think he lets this happen. Because I think this is the uh-huh. kind of thing Obi-Wan does where he's like, well, I'm going to let this play out for a few moments. And this is a, this is a centering moment for Obi-Wan. This is like meditation for him, uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. maddening, maddening to Obi-Wan, <laughs> or uh, to Boba Fett. So I think uh, on about the 18th circle yeah. around the bar, yeah. Obi-Wan uses the force to open the door <laughs> of the cantina. He sends the rocket uh, yeah. upward into the sky where he knows yeah. it won't hurt anyone. anybody. Yeah. He's thoughtful. Kidster sees that rocket yeah. go flying by just out of a... He's watching yeah. a cantina, and, then, and yeah. he's just like, wizard. Wizard. <laughs> Uh, it explodes in the in the sky. Uh, Obi Wan and Boba Fett topple to the ground. Okay, I think this might be a good point to pause our narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we always pause and we decide mm-hmm. not only who should win in a straight yeah. up sort of like oh who would win in a fight way, yeah. but uh, who do we want to win and who do we think deserves the moral victory, yeah. and then we'll finish our story. I absolutely believe Obi Wan Kenobi wins. Yes, should win deserves to win is is the better he hasn't even really used his lightsaber and i think he still will yeah i also have a, what is now accepted canon and what happens after oh okay yeah yeah okay so you feel, vote. you feel obi-wan should win yep on every level that on every level checks every box the superior combatant mm-hmm. he has the the moral High yep. ground, as it were. He yep. has the high ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I can't, in all good conscience, uh, mm-hmm. disagree with that in I, any way. I, I, this is your admiratus. Obi- yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm, I probe Obi-Wan Kenobi with all of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> probe the shields of Kenobi. <laughs> probe the shield of Kenobi's heart. Uh, yeah, and we, we saw him in a, in a dark place. Yeah. And, you know, I love Boba Fett, but I think this is, this is helping shape Boba Fett. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's making him rugged. This yeah. is making him realize I got to be even more silent. Yeah. And even more scary and yeah. listen. Uh, okay. So yeah. we've agreed Obi-Wan Kenobi will win. Yeah. I don't want Boba Fett to die. Okay. I don't want to fight canon that much. I think yeah, this is a learning. Tough. This is a learning moment for right. Boba Fett. Right. But we, you know, we don't know a lot about Obi Wan in this or uh, Boba Fett in this period. No, we don't. There is mystery for us to play with. Oh, there's. So mystery. I have some thoughts about what might happen. I know you do. Let's see. <laughs> let's see what we we think is going to happen. So they they fall yeah. to the floor. Right. I think at this point, uh, Boba Fett is struggling. He is. Obi Wan can feel the fury and the rage. Right. So the one thing that I'm certain of yeah. is that Obi Wan has taken this as far as he wants to. Without his lightsaber. He has warned Boba Fett. Right. His kind warnings. His offer for a drink was answered with a rocket to the face. Answered with a rocket, yep. So I think Obi-Wan does indeed take out his lightsaber. Yes. And ignites it. From there, what do you think is is happening? I think he walks over to Boba Fett. Boba Fett stumbles to his knees, um, holds up his blaster. Obi-Wan slices it out 
just slices it in half. Okay. So Much it, like what happened later on. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go even farther and say yeah. it was not the famous sawed-off EE3. Mm-hmm. This is how it got sawed off. This is how it it was a full off. EE3, and now it gets sawed off. <laughs> gets sawed off. Totally canon. And the gun goes flying. <laughs> and um, Obi-Wan now um, once again takes that stance. Mm-hmm. Two fingers forward. Lightsaber. Now it's a lightsaber, not a drink. Mm-hmm. Over his head. And uh, looks at Boba Fett, mask all beat up and dented now, and says, I, I believe I have the higher ground, literally and figuratively. Why don't you just walk away, my friend? Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I think that Boba Fett mm. stares at him. Yeah. Not saying anything. Right. Still trying. He thought his rocket was his biggest weapon. Right. But Boba Fett realizes that in his heart, his biggest weapon is his mystery. And so I think he tries to stare down Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think he stands up. I think he takes a kind of tough stance. I think he tracks Tracks his neck. neck, And he is just in a kind of rugged and ready stance, not actually raising anything. This goes on for like an awkward period of time. This is the true battle between these two characters. Obi-Wan is a noble man of patience. Yeah. Boba Fett is a man of fear and intimidation. Yeah. They both cause him to be good at silent staring. And this is the first we've truly had in Data Bank Brawl. Yes. A long stare-off. A long stare-off. And now Obi-Wan is going to win the combat. Yes. But Boba Fett wins the stare-off. Okay. Obi-Wan is tired. Mm. He just wants to go home. Yeah. And he breaks it down. He's like, look, this is a, a three-step process. Give you a warning. Then I take a limb. Then I kill you. <laughs> So that's the Jedi way. Next step is a limb or leave. Yeah. Limb or leave. Limb or leave. Limb the or old leave. Jedi offer of limb or leave. Limb or leave. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. that Boba Fett gives us some thought. Yeah. Do you think he takes limb or do you think he takes leave, Ken? Boba Fett's going to take leave. And okay. He's going to take it in a way, for my head canon. That is unexpected. Oh, nice. But I, I, I want to hear yours, too. Limb or leave? Limb or leave. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm kicking it back oh, to you. Oh, you, you yeah. about limb or leave? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm tempted. Yeah? I'm tempted to take a Boba Fett limb. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I it think is that, keeping in Star Wars. It is keeping in Star Wars. But yeah. I think that maybe Boba Fett, the thing that keeps him alive is not uh, necessarily that he is... Uh, mystery or such a badass but that he yeah. does have some wisdom he's a watcher he learns yeah so i think maybe he does know that once a limb goes everything goes mm-hmm. so i'm gonna rescind that i think no okay he, i think i'm gonna go with you leave okay so you said he leaves in a surprising way he walks away just walks okay, walks away just strolls uh obi-wan it's late at night here um, Obi-Wan stands there for a while, lightsaber still in hand, kind of lessens his fighting stance, mm-hmm. maybe takes that Qui-Gon stance again. Yeah. Um, then kind of just almost new hope, Obi-Wan, just lightsaber kind of at the ready. Yeah. Boba Fett just walks away and disappears into the night. So Obi-Wan does the same. But the difference is... You can... You can ex- I'm, I'm proposing this as a story. Okay, no, no I'm, I'm hearing this. That's what Obi-Wan walks away. Boba Fett walks away. The twin sons come up in the morning. Kitster goes back to the bar, 
Wu hair's inside. <laughs> this is how Wu hair got so cranky. Kenobi, that old wizard. Around the far side of the bar, Kitster goes around and he sees, sitting on the floor, on the, on the dirt there outside the, the building, Boba Fett's armor. <gasps> it's all pockmarked and damaged. Kitster looks around, has an idea. And much like the Dread Pirate Roberts, Princess Bride, Kitster becomes a Boba Fett. <laughs> Kitster takes the armor. Kitster takes the armor. And this would explain later on in Empire and now in the comics the close connection between Boba Fett, the man we think is Boba Fett, and Darth Vader, the man we know as Anakin Skywalker. Because they are childhood they friends. They are childhood friends indeed, Joseph. And Boba Fett, knowing that the aura of intimidation that was his old self is gone, is still alive and needs to go find himself another way to survive and make his way, much like his father tried, yeah. make his way through the galaxy. I like this. So Kitster is running around as Boba Fett. And in fact, the answer to the question of, did Boba Fett die in the Sarlacc pit? Well, no, but Kitster did. <laughs> I so the like man this. who is Cobb Vanth, now walking around in Boba Fett's armor, is indeed Cobb Vanth and not Kitster. Because Kitster yeah. perhaps died in the Sarlacc. He took up the mantle of Kitster Fett. This is the greatest Boba Fett, true Inception level, layers and layers of Boba Boom. Fett. <laughs> I love that. That is absolutely great. So that is the true story yes. uh, in our databank brawl canon yeah. of Boba Fett. He did master the art of intimidation, but ultimately he intimidated himself yes. into making the good choice of I will keep my limbs and I will keep my soul and I'll just get out of here. And I think what we learn more than anything yeah. this episode is that Obi-Wan Kenobi did go through a very dark period, yes. early days of Tatooine. And I'm going to say that when he was standing above Mos Eisley, mm-hmm. staring down on it with Luke, his purpose, his reason to exist, yeah. and telling Luke that you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than Mos Eisley, mm-hmm. what Obi-Wan was thinking about was himself. Yes. And his own poor choices. Obi-Wan grew up that day. He really, really did. He came to peace. And that is our story. Oh, man. That was fun. (laughs) Uh, We took that to places I wouldn't have imagined. (laughs) We invented so much to add to the Star Wars canon. So please, everyone, update (laughs) Wikipedia if you can. (laughs) So many new weapons, our new choker dart. Mm. Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. And stun feet. Hashtag stun feet for sure. And force flail. Uh, and force flail. So many hashtags. That one was really, really fun. It was uh, it was fun to get out of our normal sort of uh, routine with the characters and have yeah. fun with uh, exploring some of the darker, weirder side of some big characters. We're coming up uh, soon on our 50th episode. We're going to do a little tournament uh, in our 50th episode, yep. have a couple other special episodes coming up. In uh, Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to keep them secret for now. Ooh. Got a couple other special episodes that I've been planning. Uh, a couple of characters have been being requested multiple times, so those characters 
are going to pop up. If you guys would like specific characters that you want to see fight, the best way to communicate it is on Twitter and use the hashtag databankbrawl. So if I miss them, then just later on I can just go search the hashtag databankbrawl. You can feel free to suggest characters. You can feel free to suggest matchups. Suggesting one character is kind of the best because then we can kind of match them up with whatever sort of theme we're doing this week or whatever we've been doing lately so we don't have too many episodes that are in the wretched hive of scum and villainy <laughs> that is most icely. Ken, do you have any any uh, final thoughts where people can find you on social media? My final thought is, wow, what a journey we've taken today. I'm really, really excited. Uh, where where We've learned a lot about two classic characters, but no, you can follow me at Ken Napsuck across all social media platforms. Also, a new app out there called Anchor, yeah. and I'm on there doing a show called Daily Thrones. Uh, it is every day something about Game of Thrones or A Song of Ice and Fire. Cool, cool. And as we're releasing this episode, it is right before April 1st. April 1st is the deadline to vote for the Star Wars Podcast Awards. You can do that at StarWarsPodcastAwards.com. It is uh, a real honor for Force Center to be nominated in multiple categories. Uh, these kind of things help out having uh, awards is really nice. It's a nice validation that we're doing a good job and that we're entertaining people, which is what we want to do. Uh, but also, you know, it, it helps us grow the podcast. It helps us get more listeners. It helps us probably do more live shows, all sorts of things like that. So uh, voting will for sure validate our fragile little souls, uh, <laughs> but it will also just help us grow the podcast. So if you have a few minutes, it doesn't take long at all. It's as fast as a force flail. <laughs> Go to StarWarsPodcastAwards.com and vote for us. You can find me on all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.